Life's too short. Life's too damn short. So eat everything. Try anything. Exercise. Experience all that life has to offer. Here's exercise physiologist, medical journalist, and healthy talk host, Melanie Cole, MS. So are you somebody who likes to keep a lot of things around? Are you somebody that, you know, and I'm not going to use the word hoarding, but are you somebody that collects things? Or do you find that there's a lot of clutter in your house? And sometimes, and especially for us women as we're trying to maintain our jobs and take care of the children, we're the caregivers of society, sometimes clutter itself can weigh down heavy on us and make it feel like we just can't get anything else right because everything is sort of just closing in around us. Or maybe that's just me, but my guest today is going to help us. Tracy McCubbin, she's an expert declutterer and the founder and CEO of Declutterfly. Welcome to the show, Tracy. So in my intro, I was saying, you know, sometimes it feels like the world is coming in on you, which may be my mental issues, but clutter can sometimes make us feel that way. Absolutely. I mean, what I always say to my clients is, you know, if you've called me or if you've, you know, reading an article that I've written, something is not working in your relationship to your stuff. And what the way I describe clutter is that clutter is a constant to-do list, right? You walk in and you see that pile on the kitchen counter and you're like, oh, I have to deal with that. Or, you know, you see all the stuff on the dining room table and you think you want to eat dinner there. And it's just, you're like, I have to deal with it. I have to deal with it. And it just raises our stress levels so fast. Absolutely, it does. Okay, so I would like to sort of start with your best advice about decluttering and going room to room, because sometimes I even have these weird fantasies where I go room to room in my head and just clean out everything. I never seem to find the time to do it. I'm a little bit of a neat freak, so my house doesn't look cluttered, but to me, it's sort of, there's things I know that I just don't need or whatever. So how do we start room to room? What is it we we look for that we should be getting rid of? absolutely. So interestingly enough, I always tell people, like if, let's say you're sort of, your dining room table becomes the catch-all, right? The kids' backpacks end up there and the, you know, plate you need to return to your neighbor and all that stuff piles up. And everybody kind of wants to attack that first. But I always think of clutter as starting three steps back. So the reason that the sweaters are on the dining room table is because there's too much stuff in the closet. There's too much stuff in the closet because the holiday decorations haven't made it back out to the garage because the garage is stuffed full. So you need to, when you start decluttering, you need to start sort of in your deeper storage so that when you start to clear away the things that are, you know, more present, you have a place to put them. Does that make sense? It makes perfect sense, and I'm picturing that in my brain where we keep things. And I do like the bit about the dining room table because that's my to-do list. When I put my <laughs> bills there, when I put the things I need to return, when I the kids' backpacks and everything like that. So I don't mind that only because that is, that's ever-evolving and changing. Right, and I like to call that the landing strip, right? It's a good that's landing sort of a, strip, right. yes. That that's the place where things come in and you kind of know where they are, and every home has one. And, you know, it's going to exist, especially if you're dealing with children. You have to have a place for them to kind of put that stuff that's not going to make you crazy. But I'm sort of also (laughs) talking about when this stuff is, you know, eking out, and all of a sudden you're like, why are there so many shoes around? Why are these not getting, why are things not getting put away? And that's because the clutter has really started to clog up 
your storage areas. So you have to start further back. And that seems really, um, you know, counterintuitive to a lot of people. But, you know, my grandma used to always say, don't put it down, put it away. And so if you don't have a place to put something away, it's going to be out and it's going to automatically become clutter. So what do we do? Is If we start back in that storage room and we start clearing out that, how do we know what to get rid of and what to, you know, and even in our clothes closet, we say, well, if you haven't worn it in a year, you're supposed to get rid of it. But that doesn't mean I won't wear it. So how do we start in that storage room and how do we know what to get rid of? I think it's a, it's a matter of being really honest. I mean, here's the first thing. Decluttering is a lot like going to the gym. You have to mark the time. You know, you've sort of, you said in, in your intro, like, I keep thinking I'm going to get to it. You're not going to unless you earmark the time, unless you set aside an hour or a couple hours over the weekend to just do that because you're going to find a million other things that are just as important or that you want to do. So you've got to block up some time. You need to have a couple tools. You need to have a garbage bag. You need to have a box for donations. You know, you need to have a comfortable pair of shoes on. You need to have snacks nearby, a bunch of water, and and know that you're going to roll your sleeves up and work and that there's going to be some work involved. So once you sort of set yourself up for success that way, then then you know you're going in to tackle a project. And then um, what I like to say, I call the five Ps of decluttering. So you pull, pull everything out. So let's say you're going to do a closet in your guest room. Pull everything out. First P, pull it out. Second is put it together. So you put like with like. And the reason for putting like with like is so that you actually see how much of everything you have. Right? So if you if you pull all your batteries out and you've sort of got batteries in a couple different places, you get them all together, then you can go, oh, wow, I actually have hundreds of batteries, 50% of which are expired. You can then let go of them. Right? So you pull it out. You put it together. You purge. That's the big trick. You really have to let go of stuff. You have to be honest with yourself about what you use and what you don't use, what you wear and what you don't wear. You know, we keep things because, you know, we feel guilty that we spend a lot of money for it. Well, but if you're never going to use it, it's just time to let it go. And then after you've done that, you put everything back and you make sure that you have storage space for it. And then when you're done, you've got peace of mind. We will continue with our guest and our conversation. But first, a question to you. Are you forgetting things lately? Or how about a loved one? We want to tell you about a brand new book called Memory Rescue that has just been published that could really help you. Let's hear from its author. Hi, I'm Dr. Daniel Amen, uh, author of a new book called Memory Rescue. Memory Rescue teaches you uh, how to prevent future problems, but if you're having memory problems now, how to rescue it, how to get it back so that everything in your life can be better. Plant the habits that I talk in your life. I know it'll make a dramatic difference for you and for those you love. It's important that you receive this information. Get your copy of Memory Rescue by Dr. Daniel Amen. Learn more at MemoryRescueBook.com. That's MemoryRescueBook.com. Now back to Melanie Cole and Life's Too Short.
So see, and that and that I get because it does. Boy, it sure gives you peace of mind when you can find something like that and get it done and get it off your to do list and look at maybe an empty closet and say, okay, now I can move up into this next room and start, if I want to keep some stuff, I can start storing it in this closet, you know? So I think that that is just a great way to start. So now, once you've done that and you've collected all these bags full of stuff, what do you tell people? I mean, do we donate them to our favorite charity? Do we, you know, separate out the, because there's companies that'll come take your junk, but you got to pay those guys. Exactly. So I'm a big fan of donating. Well, the first thing I'm the biggest fan of is if there's someone in your immediate circle, you know, somebody that you know that could use some stuff or, you know, moms are so good about um, passing off clothes to other, you know, kids' clothes when their kids outgrow it. I, I really like keeping things in the community so that they'll get used. And then next, I really like donating to local charities. Um, you know, the big ones are great, but I, I sort of, I, I prefer to try and keep it in the community. For for example, we always donate um, old sheets and towels to our local animal shelter. So we'll just, you know, when we're at our clients, we gather them all up, and then once a month, somebody on my team will take it all there. And, we, you know, we're all big animal lovers, and that feels really good to us. We also, another thing that we love to do is we donate um, backpacks and suitcases and duffel bags to a couple agencies that work with foster kids because a lot of the kids that are in foster care system, they don't have that. So they show up to their court dates or they show up to move houses with all their stuff in garbage bags. So, And school us, supplies, uh, I think, are another good one because, yeah. you know, we, we collect so many. I mean, I think I have 12 million washable markers and, yeah. and colored pencils and things that I could donate now that my kids are in high school and don't use so many of those. Well, and also here's the thing you have to realize – when, when somebody knows where they're donating or if they're donating to something that they believe in, it's so much easier to let it go, right? If you're like, oh, this, these markers are fantastic. My kids don't use them anymore, but, you know, the local Boys and Girls Club does art, uh, you know, art in the afternoon. Like, if you know that that stuff is going to be put to good use, it makes it so much easier to let go of it. It does. Now, what about things like clothes? Because, you know, they... they you kind of think to yourself, well, I might wear that, or I might really do that again or use that again, even though maybe you're really not going to. <laughs> Mostly you're not really going to. <laughs> but, you know, I think it's, it's, a, it's a matter of being really honest. You know, my trick is if I've put something on three times and then immediately taken it off and not worn it out the door, I'm never going to wear it. So, you know, we wear... 20% of our clothes, 80% of the time. So you really have to just be honest with yourself and say, I'm not, I'm not going to wear that, or it doesn't fit anymore, or I don't like it, or it's out of style, you know, and, and you know what you're going to go back to. You just have to be brutally honest about it. I think that's hard for some people. And now on to the kitchen, because, you know, as somebody who, who speaks about nutrition for the last 30 years, I've been dealing with this. Pantries are another thing. And that drives me crazy when I see somebody's really cluttered pantry. Oh, but, yeah. you know, you got to look at expiration dates. And then you got to look at the foods and the things. Maybe someone gave you some kind of a maple dressing you're just never going to use. So, I mean, the pantry, starting in the kitchen there. What do you tell people? I mean, that you, I'm 
right in line with you. That's the first thing we do when we uh, when we reorganize kitchens is we start in the pantry, and you know we'll pull out all the food that's about to be expired. And you know a lot of um, local food banks will take food that's uh, a little bit over the expiration date. So if you feel bad about throwing it away, call your local food bank. But exactly like you said, there's you know salad dressings that you bought because they were on sale, and you, no one in your family likes them. You just have to clear that stuff out, and then also pay attention in pantries to what you're overbuying, right? Like all of a sudden, do you have you know way too many cans of black beans? Does that mean that you're going to the grocery store without a list and you're sort of thinking, oh, I like black beans? You know, you sort of have to confront a little bit of your shopping habits when you get in the pantry. But, you know, a clean, organized pantry just makes cooking dinner so much less stressful. It sure does. Now, so wrap it up. Give us your best advice for decluttering and and even, you know, some more tips that we may have missed on things that you tell your, your clients every single day. And what do you tell them about decluttering as a way to reduce that stress? Kids' toys and our clothes and camping equipment you just know you're not going to be using. So here's what I tell people. The first thing is, if you're dealing with a lot of clutter, Remember, it didn't get, Rome didn't get cluttered overnight. So you need to know that you're tackling a big project and set yourself up for success. Don't think that you're going to get it all done in a weekend. Chip away at little parts because what will happen is you'll get, like you said, one closet will get decluttered and it'll feel so good and you'll be able to put some more stuff away that it'll carry you to the next thing. So go a little bit easy on yourself and know that this is going to take a little bit of time. And then once you've gone through the house, and you have decluttered, it's easier to stay on top of it, right? You've got, we've all got to do maintenance, or I call them tune-ups, because more stuff keeps coming in. And, and then be really aware of how much you're bringing in. Be really aware of how much you're buying. And know that, you know, that stuff, the clutter came in your house because you brought it in there. Um, but you have to just, you have to stay on top of it. That's, that's the really big trick about decluttering, is it's like dieting, Right. You just have to stay mindful or the clutter is going to creep back in. It sure does. It creeps back in pretty quickly for most of us. So, Tracy, tell people where they can find out more about you. Great. You can find out about me at tracymccubbin.com. I'm also on Twitter and Instagram at Tracy underscore McCubbin. I love that name, McCubbin. Fun to say. <laughs> and that's TracyMcCubbin.com. So you can find out, too, how to declutter. And remember to go to iTunes and rate and review. That way, like-minded people, we can all get involved in these shows together where we're learning from such great experts about all things health and wellness. And today was no different when we're talking about decluttering and the stress that having clutter in your life can sometimes cause. So take some of these tips and try and declutter your first closet and see how it makes you feel. This is Melanie Cole for Radio MD. Thanks for listening and stay well.